0: It is that time to take a look at developments on the market. The all share ends the day down in the red, so do industrials and gold, while resources and financials end the day up in the green. Deputy Chairman at SASFIN, David Shapiro, joins us on the line. What transpired today, David?
1: A lot of things. It's very difficult to draw a line through the market. And to come to some kind of common conclusion. But, uh, you, you summed it up. I think the one that's worrying is on the industrial market and why I'm picking that up to me, Sang, is that the, uh, um you know, global markets are under a bit of pressure now, and that's mainly because of the strength of the U.S. economy. Last night um, at Janet Yellen's last uh, Fed meeting, uh, she acknowledged that the U.S. economy was strong and hinted—or in fact, not hinted—I think almost guaranteed—that mm-hmm. rates will go up in 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 March. And we've seen the ten-year bond there creeping up to three-year highs at about two point seven five percent. Inflation, she she reckons, uh, will you know, will reach their target of about 2%. So it's unsettled market. Also, there were comments by former Fed Governor Alan Greenspan who called both the bond and stock markets bubbles. You know, he said this yeah. before, it uh, took about two to three years before it really happened. So, we, you know, we're seeing a, a kind of a sell-off in, in, in global markets, nervous, that you know, rate hikes will destabilise uh, equity earnings and and so on. So um, that's that's why we're starting to see selling off in in, in industrials. Uh, also, we're getting a number of results out. Strange enough, they're very good, but people are taking a more nervous view to them. You know, nitpicking and looking for reasons to sell rather than uh, than to buy. Yeah. And that's translating and coming through to. Um, you know our market, particularly at the top end of the market. So um, Nasdaq down two percent today. Okay. The, the the worry there that we can't get on top of is why we're underperforming ten cent. Ten cent, yeah, it's under a bit of pressure, but not too bad. But uh, the gap between uh, the valuation of ten cent uh, into Nasdaq is widening. So there's some story keeping um, you know people down as well.
0: In South Africa, um, there's always some story keeping yeah. things down, hey? You,
1: you know, you, you, you're dead right. We're in a very nervous situation. Mm. We've had the issue with Capitech. We yes. had the first sign of Capitech. And now there's an assault on some of the property stocks. Uh, once more, we can't get to the bottom of why um, people are so, or investors are so nervous about uh, um, uh, some of the valuations and we saw heavy pressure on on netty rock castle uh, fortress bees resilient they seem to be at the forefront of the selling and uh, um, you know coming down quite heavily taking that whole segment down in fact the south african listed property sector was down uh, well over four percent today so i think when people are nervous and uh, you start selling and they start seeing weakness it does trigger or or spark further selling so yeah, all the you know all the scandals that we've seen and all the uh, questions that that have been asked about our companies, I think, just started to fray fray nerves here a little.
0: Having spoken about scandal, how has Capitec fared a day after Viceroy released that report of accusations?
1: Well, they came back today, meaning they they improved, not as much as they lost yesterday. So the share still remains under quite a lot of pressure, mm. uh, down about five and a half percent. Uh, PSG also tried to recover, was up about just a little over 1%. But just after the market closed, and I was trying to get through it before I actually spoke to you, is that um, Capitech has answered a lot of questions that were raised by Benguela Global Fund managers. You know, they did write a letter to um, um, to Capitech, um, not accusing them, asking them to answer certain questions. And mm. the reply has come, I think, which also could help. Uh, address a lot of the issues that um, or questions that that viceroy raised, regardless, I think that there 's a sense of nervousness in markets and it 's going to take time before I think capitech regains its 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 former strength and it's even and, and the other thing to me saying is that there's there's so many different views on on Capitec. you know from yeah. extremely bearish to exceptionally bullish. So I think the market still remains very confused about where to place themselves uh, in Capitech.
0: What's there to be said about the performance of the RAND? RAND, I think it's more dollar weakness
1: mm-hmm. um, than any... Look, we, we are, uh, we, we're getting some good numbers. In fact, the PMI came out. I don't know if you're covering it in your show. Yes, the we The PMI came, which was a big turnaround, a very positive turnaround. Still negative. I mean, still just below 50, which means uh, manufacturing, people believe manufacturing, contracting, but it's far better than the previous number, so we are seeing confidence uh, pick up, but I think it's going to take time before we can really make a proper reading, and we've got to wait for results to start coming through and see what what business people say. But I think that's giving us a little bit of a lift in the rand. But I think mainly this is mainly the result of a lot of pressure on the dollar, and why is it pressure on the dollar? You know, the tax. Um, um, Trump's tax reforms are going to yeah. cause a huge gap in their budget. And then you've got him last night or the night before calling for uh, a massive infrastructure fund yeah. and saying, well, who's going to pay for that? You know, so, <laughs> so there are more fears about what, what all his ambitious projects are going to mean for the American economy and how that's going to affect the dollar than, than, it, than even their rates going up, you know, which, which in effect should actually draw money uh, into the U.S.
0: We live in interesting times. Another set mm-hmm. of figures were the vehicle sales data that came out. New vehicle sales having dropped 8.9%. Exports, on the other hand, rose at 22%. Anything to be said there?
1: I, I think that brought Bitvest down. You know, We've seen uh, Bala Will down on those numbers as well. Um, I think there's still a bit of caution now. And Okay, that's his story. Let's call it the pre siddle era. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, and I mean that in a in a in a, in a, in a very positive a way. serious way. Yeah. Let's see what happens now. You know, when I look at the results that have been coming out, uh, we did have some uh, some updates from Barlow World yesterday. We had from Arsenal Middle. We had from uh in you know, other companies as well. Um, there was a slight pickup in the last quarter, but I think what we've got to look at now is is let's see the next quarter. You know will this positive view that when I say everyone's talking of that is being felt in the economy. Is that going to translate into into uh, action you know, and and mm. greater activity? Because when people feel confident, they start spending, they start investing in their business, etc. let you know that's what we've got to see. We still got to get through the budget, though. You know that's that's going to be a big issue. Oh, so let's yeah. see how we yeah. So still a few hurdles to uh, you know to cross or to negotiate. So. But uh, but, I mean, we're starting to point in the right direction.
0: We'll wait and see. Thank you so much Mm. for your time. David Shapiro, Deputy Chairman at SASFIN with the Day's Market Wrap.